Oh yeah, that's you li- nice. You like the- <laughs> that is nice. That is. Hey, yeah. uh, folks, the the podcast is back. Who? S- sort of. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I'm here. Uh, I'm Andrewsic. I'm here with. Oh, I didn't did the wrong. I apologize. I just showed Sean Crocker's name. I am not Sean Crocker. I, I tried. John Green. It's all right. I changed it. We're back. Whatever. Um. There. Oh, there it is. I put it on the wrong screen. That's John Gramlich. <laughs> I can't even see it. So sounds great. Yeah. Sorry. We'll we'll uh, we're doing a new room. We're doing a new setup. Yeah. Uh, we'll we got some uh, some kinks to work out, and uh, Sean will be back at some point. Um. But uh, for now, uh, John and I are talking health and wealth. John and I have been we've met pr- privately a few times. Yeah. To discuss what we call health and wealth. Yeah. And we decided it would be uh, maybe a cool. Like podcast topic, yeah, or uh, sub. I don't know what you want to call it. Sub genre, topic, sub category, chapter, sub subcast. Yeah. Uh, so we may we may or may not get back to your regularly scheduled um, podcast, uh, or maybe we'll just maybe it'll just be health and wealth forever. But uh, I wrote up a little a little description of our of our uh, like a mission statement Excellent. of our health and wealth. Let's if, hear it. If I may. If you may. Um so not that like we're the most qualified people in the world to talk about either. <laughs> we just of these really topics, like we like but, talking about it. Um <laughs> uh, yeah and I and I've been in the fitness industry for fourteen I think almost fifteen years if I count my pre CrossFit time. Um and so I've also run a business and um, kind of been involved in some real estate things, yeah. and um, so I've, I'm somewhat qualified. And yeah. and uh, you've run your own business. It started started a business from scratch. You're into like yeah. branding and yep. um, branding design, and then media production. A, a whole wealth of of things. Ah, nice, good little plug. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> plethora, if you will. Um, so our health and wealth is a if kind of a a forum for sharing ideas, literature, uh, experimentation, and support for one another. Uh, in the aim of building a healthy lifestyle and for the generation and maintenance of wealth of all kinds, yeah. not just monetary wealth. I think that's an important call out too because my favorite part of health and wealth is like it doesn't matter what, you, what you're bringing to the table that day. It's yeah. no judgment, safe space, just kind of like yeah. say, hey, this is what I'm thinking about. What do you, what do you think about this? Yeah, and it's like, uh, yeah, it is about monetary wealth. Sure. We're both We're both focused on that, but it's not the sole no. focus yeah. there's a, there's a lot more to it than that so i want to be clear that like you know some days we might t- like money's kind of a dirty topic for some people um yeah and we're not necessarily going to like expose our personal finances or anything but i think as we're kind of on a mission for growth in terms of those in terms of all kinds of wealth yeah so i think it'd be cool to like share our ideas and what's what's working and what isn't where we're going and and just kind of like talk about other stuff so in that, I put like it's fitness, it's nutrition, it's habits, it's mentality, it's relationships, it's uh, and then for lack of better words, I said assets and liabilities because I think that yeah people are assets and liabilities yeah um, and I think it's too also how all of those things are connected yeah and how one thing leads to another leads to another and it's kind of I think creating an ecosystem <laughs> of like all right what. You know, community is the word that comes to mind, but it's more so the connective tissue of all the different pieces that are teeing us up for yeah. That's like longer you gotta, term success. You got to read that book. Um, did you ever finish Third Circle Theory? No. I mean, like, 
I mean, you don't have to finish it to get. It's one of those to books. To get like, there, yeah. yeah, yeah. But his one of his other. I'm books, like halfway through, and I think I'm kind of like, all right, I get the gist. But yeah, I, it, yeah, I should finish it. One of his other books is called uh, Radius, and that's what it's about. Is like the interconnectivity oh, yeah. of, of things. So I would probably skip the. I'm not even sure what order they're supposed to go in, but I would skip the other book if you're going to read. Uh, this guy's got three books. The Third Circle third Theory. Radius. What's the third one? Uh, radius and The Gate of Choice. Hmm. It got pretty it got pretty out there. I feel like that's probably the last it, book. <laughs> he, yeah, I think I read them out of order. But also, uh, he would probably say I'm not ready for it. I, ah, well, yeah. But it didn't really resonate with me like the other two have. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, but we'll, we'll get to those. Uh, today we want to talk about um, this individual, uh, Cody Sanchez, who uh, published a list a while ago that I just thought was interesting. Not necessarily like, um, you know, revolutionary by any means, but just really cool. And, I, and we thought it was a good place to kind of kick off. Mm-hmm. It's, it's 13, um, 13 habits so you can do less. And it's, I think, pretty universally relevant, too. Yeah. When you look at the list, it's like, oh, that might not apply to me. And the more you think about it, well, the list, it's it's a good list. Yeah, I think so. And I think it's, um, you know, just on on her, I've been following her mostly on Instagram. And she calls herself and her brand is contrarian thinking. And she's mostly about private equity, buying and selling businesses, um, her her LinkedIn profile says uh, founder, contrarian thinking, private equity investor, Main Street Holding Company, whatever that is, Austin, Texas. Um, on a on a mission to create financially free and free thinking humans. Uh, so she's done a bunch of different things. Got her degree in PR and journalism from ASU, um, MBA from Georgetown University, and then a PhD from. That place. <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming that's a university from, of like Mexico or something, or in Mexico rather, because at one point it said she worked near, oh, yeah. on Started or near as a journalist the border. at the Mexico border. Yep. Yeah. So this is. I'm not even going to try to. Nope. Yeah. I I think that's. Uh, yeah. Where's Teresa when you need her? Yeah. Um. So yeah, our 13, and I apologize. I didn't make graphics to put on the screen, but we'll kind of. We'll kind of read through them. Um, I wonder if I could find it really quick. Just to put something up there. Um, What happens if you hit images? Ooh, dangerous game. (laughs) Dangerous game. Could be be worth it. Getting flagged on YouTube? No. No. Why is it always 13? There's a lot of lists with 13. Lot, yeah. I just figured, oh, this list of 13. <laughs> Maybe a PDF? Uh, I don't know. It was in an email, so whatever. We'll we'll just read through it. Yeah. I you know, didn't have as much time to prepare this morning as I wanted to. I wanted to get some graphics ready to, to go on the screen. But we'll get through and again we'll get through probably not all 13 today because we're going to try to keep this podcast to 45 minutes that's another that's we'll uh, get to that kind of tenet yep. of our of this um, list yeah and it's on the list uh so number one is do the thing you want to do least first um and i'll read the description and then we can kind of chat about it maybe maybe you know you have a hard conversation with an employee or you need to do a financial 
uh, deep review in the spreadsheets or you're due for a tough workout and you'd rather sit in the middle row on a spirit flight than do any of it, I guess sitting, I've never been on a spirit flight, but it sounds like that's not a thing you want to do. (laughs) (laughs) Don't just do it. Do it first. Uh, don't they also call this like swallowing the frog or something? Yep. Uh, Get it out of the way. Yeah. So it's, it's been, it's been talked about a bunch of different times. Um, and I think, uh, yeah, what, do you, what are your thoughts? I think uh, when, I, when I read number one, I'm, for me, it changes. It's not always the same thing. Like, I think no. it's important to think to distinct, too. It's like you might have a morning routine of, you know, get up, make your bed, make coffee, whatever. Sure. That's not really, I think, a part of this or what this is getting at. It's like when you look at your agenda or your daily docket of things to do and you yeah. assess, you know, how much energy something's going to take or – how much time is something going to take or how much excitement you have towards the different items. The one that you're like, mm, I'm dreading that one. Yeah. Do that one first. Yeah. Cause I think this, I think the second piece of this is that satisfaction of like, sweet, I got the hard one out of the way. So the rest of the day is teed up for, um, yeah. Or if you just know, like you just, Oh, I've got that thing tomorrow. Right. Whatever. Right. It is. Yeah. Um, yeah. And for me, it's been, I don't even know if I'd say I wanted to do least. I worked out at 4:30 this morning. Oh wow! Um, and have done a few times for. And it's not like a. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to bring this up, and it's not going to be like a. Uh, I'm I'm some fitness guru. Like, <laughs> and I was like, have you ever That's seen? That's why I said, oh wow! I'm like, have oh, you ever good seen you. <laughs> uh, Mark Wahlberg's daily schedule? It's, it's, it's wild. wild, wild. It's yeah. absolutely insane yeah. for any normal human to try and replicate that schedule. Like. He's, his schedule involves him paying multiple people probably a six-figure salary to make that day happen for Truly. him. Like a, yeah. You know, just like a, a trainer. And, and he's too – I think he's like too far in it to where he, he couldn't even back out of it if he well, tried he looks, now. Yeah, and again, it's like, well, what did uh, Rob McElhenney from uh, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, he oh, got really yeah. jacked for something. Yes. And he was like – he was like in an interview and he was like, yeah, you, he's like, guys, it's it's anyone can do it. You just need to hire a chef, a personal trainer. You need to be able to work out multiple times a day. <laughs> it's just this whole thing. And, he's and like, clear it, your brain of yeah, all distractions. Yeah, if yeah, you can do all that. Um, so it's it's not like that at all. It's just simply like, I think, I don't know if it's, uh, and I hope you can hear Joel and Clayton dropping barbells in the, in the gym, by the way. <laughs> I, I don't know if that's coming through, but um, I don't know if it's like having a child. Um, Cause he's not really like, I think what he's, what it is is he's, he's starting already to kind of dominate my day, like my, my midday. We're talking about your child, not, yeah. not Mark Wahlberg's child. Yeah. I don't know anything about Mark Wahlberg's family. Right. Um, but I've just started waking up super early. In the, like I just wake, yeah. Kelly will get up to, you know, whatever, do milk stuff at, uh, <laughs> do milk stuff. Yeah. I mean, I don't you know, pumping or whatever, whatever. Yeah. Because uh, he, he sleeps rock solid. I wish you had a graphic for that. He, <laughs> he sleeps rock solid through the night, um, but but she'll get up at like two thirty or three with yeah. an alarm, and it's like it wakes me up a little bit. Normally, I'm just the type that goes right back to sleep, but I'll we've been going to bed super early because he goes to bed at seven seven thirty. So I I'm going to bed between eight and nine now, and I used yeah. to be like a night owl. So I go to bed and I I wake up. And I find myself just being restless at like three thirty or four, mm. and then I start doing the math, and I'm like, "Well, I've been asleep for six hours, so which might as well isn't as much sleep as I want, but that's enough to like right. sustain me." Uh, so yeah, I'm like, I get up, and then I'm like, "Well, what am I gonna do? Go sit?" I I used to several times just got up and went into like the living room or kitchen and sat on my computer or whatever and just tried to like yeah 
look at some emails or do something. And then I was like, why don't I just go in the basement and row and work out or whatever? So I started just doing, you know, trying to row to well, 20 minutes how, or 5K or something. And yeah. now it's kind of become like I do actual workouts and yeah. then it's done for the day. So when, when I say like he's dominating my day, it's like we're, Kelly and I are trying to like carpool to the gym or whatever. And we're trying to work out the logistics of like what he's doing. Kelly's been coaching in the evenings a lot, so we don't want to keep him at the gym all day. So one of us has to go home. And like, I'm here yesterday, and I'm like, we're we're here. We drove separately, and I'm like, all right, well, I'm gonna hang out at the gym for a while and just like get some stuff done, squeeze in some training or whatever. And mm-hmm. didn't because of the logistics of like getting into the gym, I didn't get my accessory work done before. The the her and Joel were working out at one. They wanted me to work out with them, so we work out. And by the time that whole rigmarole is done, it's basically two. She's got to coach at four ten, so she's like, hey. We hang out, stretch for a little while. It's probably closer to like 2.30 at this point. She's taking off and she's like, hey, I have to turn around and come back here in like an hour. So do whatever you need to do. And I sit down and I'm like, an hour is not enough time for me to do what to, I yeah, do to anything. Sit down and really I might do as anything. well just go yeah. home. Yeah. Um, so yeah, now, and I'm like, that's not, my workout's not done for the day, but it's like one of those things I have trouble squeezing in somewhere. And I'm like, but getting up and just doing something, now I can just well, like. again, it's teed you up for the rest of your day. Like at least yeah. you've prioritized a little bit of, you know, time for yourself and again you do the math and you're like all right i've slept six hours yeah it's not a ton of sleep but it's enough to say all right let's yeah so again like something i'm not out. it's not a brag because i didn't do it on purpose no <laughs> it's like an unintentional no but it's good i think it's a but good I, like it's a good call out in the sense to trust your intuition yeah a little i feel bit good and, like, yeah and go like okay i have slept and good energy. i've done that before in the sense where if I, if I go to bed early and i wake up and i'm like all right i've been asleep for six hours well, I may be groggy a little bit yeah. in the afternoon, but might as well get up because well, I have a hard time too. Once I'm up and I start thinking on things, I'm like, yeah. all right, I'm ready to go. I'm fresh. I'm, and, I want to start doing some stuff. And so I've got a, and I've got that master's class I coach at nine, which mm-hmm. is normally kind of my first main activity. I've just started getting up earlier and earlier before that. So I'm sitting, sitting in the computer and getting like emails and stuff done. But my body feels so much better if I just move. And I'm like, it's one of my big tenets is always check the box. It's like, yeah. look, this early morning workout doesn't need to be anything special. Just go down there and move, move, get some, get your heart rate up. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. And it's just my, the, the fog just clears so quickly. And so, uh, you know, so profoundly. So yeah. What, what's a tough thing you've had to get up and, and do? I mean, I think actually it's number two, the workout. No, the number two on the list. The oh, thing that I want to do, oh, yeah. Yeah. The, Dude, thing that, the thing that I want to do least most days is, is check your finances. Is check my finances. Yeah. But when I'm talking about making, I mean, and you know, obviously, you know, and some folks maybe listening know too. Like in the last 12 days, Tom and I have been like, all right, we're selling our house. Like we're we're making yeah. a move. We're downsizing. Yeah. We, you know, are are going down in price and down in space and um, like really excited about it because we sat down and what I thought was going to be a an uncomfortable conversation around like, you know, just finances and, and life decisions actually got us both really excited because it's, I think, uh, looking, I think it's looking past like the short term, like money or the short term gain and thinking about planning for the future, which is really fun to do with your spouse or your friends or whatever. So for me, checking finances daily, I don't love doing it because I, I get very self-critical of like, oh, I shouldn't have done that, should have done this better or yeah. You know, what about this or whatever else? Yeah. But it does give you a good sense of like, all right, but also you've accomplished a lot. You have done a lot of things. And the the awareness 
I think for me of, of my finances daily keeps me focused on like what I want to do long term to provide for my husband, to be able to travel, to free up, you know, these other non-monetary definitions of wealth, right? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, the number one and number two go hand in hand for me. Oh, I just figured out I can just kind of quickly toss these on the screen. Nice. I forgot how to use this. Yeah. So, um, yeah, and we did that that uh, net worth exercise a while ago mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. we kind of assigned each other to, like, go home and just, like, I started a net worth spreadsheet, which I was terrified of doing. Oh, yeah, right. Um, <laughs> Yeah, and then I came back the next day, and I was like, I didn't hate that. Like, yeah. I feel pretty good about it. And on a personal level, like on a business level, obviously, it's super important. Sure. But, like, even on a personal level, it's, like, kind of sets the tone for what you should or shouldn't be doing the rest of the day for me. Because it's yeah. kind of like, I should, um, you know, should I be car shopping or clothes shopping or whatever? Right. You know, should we be thinking about that next trip we want to take? Where's... Mm. Like, are we doing anything for Archer's future? Right. Um, so just, you don't have to do anything crazy. It's like, take, just pull up your, your phone app or whatever, your banking app, and just take a glance. You don't have to, mm-hmm. like, run a, you know, the, the net worth spreadsheet for me has been like a more like a monthly exercise. Um, I think it's interesting, too, because I feel like these exercises, like checking finances daily or net worth, like, it, it for me, it's like changed my perspective of what I call like the blueprint of, I f- of, I feel like what adult life is defined to be. It's like, Oh, you do this, you, you save money, you do your for It's like, you don't have to follow necessarily a super specific blueprint. If you're making your money work for you and yeah. setting yourself up, you know what I mean? And I think it's, yeah, and you sh- so and we, you we can dig it. into like, right. Assets, liabilities, is your, is it passive, whatever all. And it's like, no, it, you know, let's be honest money makes the world go around like it's the right. way our society and our system works check check your pulse daily like just exactly. see where you're at exactly um and yeah from a, a from a uh business perspective obviously su- super important because uh you're you're just like there's just more moving parts like you're budgeting yeah. things you're paying people yep um and that was a thing like i just always wanted I always want stuff to be on autopilot. Like I want to do a bunch of work on a thing and put it on office. It was like when I got all my kind of bank accounts and everything sorted and things kind of figured out, I was like, I just want to kind of let it coast. Let but it, you do yeah, need to check all the yeah. time. It's like, Hey, that, that credit card payment's going to come due. Like, where are you at financially? Mm-hmm. Um, what's, what is your actual, you know, we have for the gym, I have an actual profit account and a, and an equipment expenses account that kind of auto auto distribute funds. And it's just good to check on those and see yeah. where they are um because you know we're like yesterday we're out there talking about uh potentially doing something with the bumper plates like getting new bumper plates is it worth swapping all those out is it like we we i've replaced a couple of the bike seats on the echo bikes mm-hmm. is it possible to swap all those out came back and checked my equipment account it is not it is not <laughs> and not a good time yep <laughs> But it's good you're checking that before you're like, yeah, we're going to do this and we're going to say we're doing all these things. And you're like, no, we're well, it's, not doing that. And you can still earmark it and put it on the sure. list. Like, but in the backlog. And, and to be clear, like I could do one or a couple of those things. Like, you know, Joel and I were doing the math on the bike seats. It's probably like three to $400. Like right. I could do that. But it's like, man, is that really – when you look at the amount, it's like, okay, well, we got $1,500 in our equipment account. 
you know, how much of that do we want to devote to bike seats that aren't really broken? Exactly. Like, like is it really that much of an I don't, added benefit? Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't like them, but is that really is that really the issue? Is it really the seat or is it just the implement? Because I feel like for most folks, it's just the bike. Uh, I mean, it is, but I do. The the two seats that I have replaced, I much prefer to the standard <laughs> That's fair. seats. Joel, That's and, fair. Joel and I agree. <laughs> and if anybody disagrees, uh, we're in charge. So Yeah. <laughs> I am <laughs> so, not in charge, to be clear. <laughs> not in charge. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, just to recap and, and to read uh, Miss Sanchez's or Mrs. Sanchez. I don't know. I don't even know if she's married. I apologize uh, to her because she's probably watching. Um, yeah, obviously. Her summary here was, numbers tell a story. Whether it's your bank account balance or your net worth, take a snapshot to track your progress or see where to cut costs. Mm. Um, and, yeah, I like that cut costs because it's, again, as a, as a business owner, it's like it's little stuff like your subscriptions and stuff. Like, you know, do you really need Hulu and Netflix and Right. Whatever. But at the same time, I, I kind of stress about the $10 Hulu subscription or whatever it is sometimes. And then I look at something else and I'm like, well, man, we're paying this other thing that's $200 a month. I'm like, well, another 10 doesn't really seem like that much. Mm-hmm. And we watch it. Like, let's not, you know, just kind of puts things in perspective. It doesn't always have to be about cutting things necessarily. It's just mm-hmm. about checking the snapshot. All right. I'm going to take us into three yeah. and four. I'm going to read them both because I think they go. They, they connect really well. So number three is stop 60-minute meetings, 45 minutes or less. And I'll read the description here. Picture this. You're the CEO, and you're gathering your team for a meeting. Instead of dragging it out for an hour, keep it snappy at 45 minutes or less. You'll be amazed at how much more productive and engaged everyone becomes when they know there's a deadline for discussion. And number four is change one meeting a week to a walking call. The description for that is, I'll just say this, you get shit done, get some exercise, and get to watch how excited the other members become. There are loads of studies recording how beneficial walking meetings can be. So I think those are those go well together, and I love this rule. I love number three. 60-minute meetings, I think, are so much more draining yeah. than, they're, than they are productive. And at, at, my, at my job, we, we block... Uh, thirty minute windows. When you're, it needs to be said too. You have you have like a corporate job, so you're probably doing correct. Hella, yes, yeah. So I have a business, meetings. and then I have and then I have a corporate job as well. And and in my corporate day to day job, we have thirty minute blocks. But it is it is like the golden rule of if you can get it done in twenty, get it done. Yeah. And so and that's what I love about all of like the the leadership and managers at, at our uh, at my job is they they don't hesitate when we're done when we're done talking about what we need to be done with. They're like, all right, see you on the screens. Goodbye. And and we're on with it. And it's great because even like getting 10 minutes back or five minutes back or whatever just like breaks up the monotony yeah. if you do have a lot of meetings. Yeah. They've also implemented for us Tuesdays are meeting-free days. Mm. They've like straight up in, like implemented that. So yeah. it might feel like the other days are, are more loaded up. But knowing that I have Tuesday meeting-free is, is awesome. Because it's like I can just get some work yeah, done, which is super interesting. Yeah, to me because I we don't have enough meetings at the gym. Sure, like we yeah. we're kind of coming from the opposite direction where we're like, man, we really need to be checking in with people more. Yeah, often. And, you, and you think like, oh, I see, uh, I see Sean and Joel every day, but then you're like, oh, I haven't sat down with them to have an intentional conversation mm-hmm. about their career and their job here in three months. Right. Um, 
So we do a, as you know, we do a 90 day check-in is kind of like the general rule, um, which I've got, and we can talk, this might be another, you know, earmark this for another episode, but, uh, that's from two brain business who, and mm, I, I think mm. I meant to make that point at the, at the beginning and forgot, but it's like, I think part of this whole process is like finding, having, or accepting some type of mentorship role in your life, mm-hmm. which I've been running this business for 14 years or so. And it was like, took me way too long to like succumb to Lean that in. concept. Yeah. And I was like, I have a business degree. I don't need help from anybody. And I'd been aware of this mentorship deal and it just seemed like a ton of money um so that takes the emotion out of that's it, it gives you a mentor yeah. that's just looking at it to say okay what do you want to do it gives you so many things oh, that's right. a whole nother like i said it's a whole nother topic For but sure. one of their big things is these 90-day check-ins and these meetings and stuff so it's interesting like th- this is a valuable lesson coming from both sides like you've got way too many meetings mm-hmm. in your business like we we have them less frequently but they almost carry more weight because of that it's like all right if we're and our, our primary staff only sits down every other week to have a meeting. And I kind of implemented this. I'm like, look, you guys got other stuff on the schedule. We end up just sitting here like we're all friends. So we end up just kind of sitting there shooting the breeze, talking about stuff. Mm-hmm. And eventually, you know, it got to the point a couple of weeks ago where um, a couple of them were having a conversation and we were about 45 minutes in and I was like, this doesn't involve me. And I just got up and left. Yeah. Um, and well, I think for, for me, like great on our, on our, Tuesday meeting free days is it's connected for a lot of us that a, a lot of our meetings aren't that important. They're just important check-ins to make sure that everyone's aligned on what the status of a project is. But even though it is meeting free, if someone reaches out to me and says, I do need to meet with you on Tuesday, then you now know, even if it's 15 minutes, it's like, that is the highest urgency, highest priority. Yeah. Like that's, a <laughs> yeah. thing. you know what I mean? Yeah. So like to your point about value, like I that's had a funny. design counterpart of mine say, I need to meet with you Tuesday for 15 minutes. And I go, okay. Like cue, that means that that cue, is cue in the dramatic music and the camera. Cuts, right. But like, like, I need to meet uh, with you. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. But it's good though. Cause I'm like, okay, on if Tuesday. she is reaching out to me to say, this needs to happen on this day, then I know that like, okay, she's looked at the fact that it's meeting free day yeah. and knowing that where the yeah. project is for the work to not get blocked, it needs to happen on that day. Yeah. Um, I like that. Yeah. It's good. I love that. It's that good. unspoken. How many, um, I mean, you're, I feel like you're, you were already good about doing like walking. Like you like to walk. I do like to walk. I hate walking. Oh, I love walking. I take I, most of my stand up calls or whatever off camera. And, outside. and to be clear, I will walk anywhere to get somewhere. You just hate walking. To I walk. will walk for hours to get to a place just to go walk for the sake of walking. Oh, hate. Oh yeah. Disagree. Love walking. I do not like, I'd rather get to on me, a rower or just, a bike oh, or something. No. To me, I'm All just day. like. If I can just get out and move and, and like get my brain going yeah. about something else. Oh yeah. I take probably most of, or at least half I mean, of my calls. And walking. I'm not criticizing. I get it. I, it's just Screw not my, you. <laughs> just not my Kelly will always be like, do you want to go walk back? Do you want to go for a walk with me and the dogs? I'm like, do you need me to go? Cause I don't want to, <laughs> but I, I, I will, I will be supportive. I, I get, it gets you out of the house, gets you outside. And that was one of my, Outside's a big thing for me. Yeah, one of my goals, one of the goals I set for myself a while ago was to spend 15 minutes a day outside. So that was, it helped kind of check that box a little bit. But <laughs> otherwise, I just picture you outside just staring up at the sky. Uh, oh, down to 15 minutes. So I, <laughs> <laughs> so one you're of the like, things I wrong. do, I was also trying to make, 
I don't know if this I don't know if this is bogus or not, but I've been trying to make contact with the earth more. Like yeah. magnetism and like, grounding yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Like bare feet, put your feet in yeah. Yeah. I I don't know. I'm on the fence okay. about it. And I'm like uh, you know, it's, it's one of those things like, where I'm like don't stand in an ant pile. I think it's good even just psycholo- even if it's totally placebo, sure. it feels good when I go out barefoot and stand in grass, I'm like when you live in a city in a modern world, you don't realize how infrequently you actually make contact mm-hmm. with the earth or grass or mm-hmm. whatever. And I started doing it, and I was like, man, it just feels good. Mm-hmm. It, it kind of makes your head right. And so I literally go out, and there's a little patch of grass. <laughs> it's like we have a concrete I'm like, where is your, area, and there's this your yard? tiny little yeah, I know you're talking about. patch yeah. of grass. Uh, and I will, I'll take the dogs out to like the front area where there's that like yes. sculpture thing, yeah. and I'll stand there. But I also, like, out back on the patio, there's literally, like, a three-by-two patch of grass. And I will just go – I try to spend a lot of time barefoot, and I'll just go stand out there, and I will look up at the sky. Because there's – as you've seen at our place, there's plenty of, like, big open sky. Yeah. There's not a ton of, like, trees yeah. and tall buildings. So, yeah, on a nice day with some some good clouds or a good sunset or something, I'll just stand outside and look. Yeah. And just breathe and try to be, like – present and yeah. just kind of which is good that like i do center think that, myself yeah, or whatever. i do think that's important to like prioritize just kind of unplugging for a little bit too yeah so two birds and one I'd, stone and i feel like that's that's kind of where like kelly draws the line on on fitness and wellness is when, when you go out and start like doing breath work and stuff and <laughs> looking in the sky she's like yeah yeah whatever give me a barbell she's like i'm gonna go on a walk with the dogs yeah all right number uh, five yeah do you this is interesting to me apologies i'm gonna I'm going to get this on the screen here. Um, do you? I don't know that I agree with number five. I'm I gonna, was, that's what I was, was going to ask you. I'm going to say, uh, yeah. I think number five for me has like an asterisk on it or like there should be a yeah. comma. Great. Well, moving on then. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no meetups Done. on school nights is number five. And we are um, on the fence about that. Yeah, I think for me it's no meetups like past a certain time. You know what I, think I would you say? You can time box it, but I, I wouldn't even say that. I'd I'd put a does it fill your cup or does it empty your cup yeah. qualifier on it? Like, is right. it a work thing? Like, is it like oh I have to do this or like I I was just talking about this with um I think I was sitting with with well somebody the other day and I was talking about like I like cars and karting and stuff mm-hmm. and I found there was like a tuesday night cart league i signed up for a while like a couple years ago and i was like you know i was a couple hundred bucks and i'm like you got to show up every tuesday or wednesday at 7 p.m or something and this was back in like a few years ago too when i was coaching weightlifting class Mm, at mm -hmm. like 5 30 or something so i pretty much had to like bring clothes with me change at the gym drive straight there and Mm. do this do this carting thing and i'm not like winning or anything but it really quickly, it was going to be like 10 races or eight weeks or something. I forgot what it was. And all, like three weeks in, I was like, I don't, well, I don't Can't care do about this, this yeah, anymore. It's yeah. draining. It you. just, yeah, it yeah. wasn't, it wasn't filling my cup. Yeah. And I'm like, it was, I like to go karting a couple times a quarter. Yeah. I don't want to go every week and have an obligation to be there. Yeah. I think for me, it's, uh, uh, Tom and I have opposite schedules. Like I finish work and I work from home a lot earlier and he'll sometimes be at the salon till eight, 9 PM. So that's usually my gauge of like, well, have I had time with my partner this week is, is usually a thing. But then also a friend of mine who's, she's been traveling for, for months and I haven't seen her in a while. And we like randomly saw each other and went, we need to like connect. So we planned to go hang out just to go get like hot cocoa and ice cream yeah. and ended up just catching up for like two hours. And it was great. Cause I hadn't, I hadn't, I mean, I had seen her 
in mm-hmm. passing, but I hadn't actually sat down and like just caught up on stuff. And so that's where, to your point, I'm like, man, that was just good. Like there was just yeah. good conversation. I feel good. I also feel like I'm. I, it was a good moment and, to remind myself to re- like relax and, and just enjoy. And we've met up before yeah. about business stuff on school nights, but it's not like or work nights, um, but it's it's never been like obligatory. It's like oh, we're gonna pour a glass of wine. We're gonna talk about sure. what what's yeah. going on with the social media, and it's like. I, I feel like invigorated from it. Yeah, it's, it's easy good. for me to say because it, it's my business. But for, on your end, if, no, if you were ever not yeah. fired up by that, you should be like, hey, let's oh, yeah. do another well, time. I would be. Yeah. Yeah. And you would. I'm just saying for the people that are. Oh, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> for the listeners uh, or the viewers. and uh, Oh, yeah. Viewers. Hey. Yeah. Hey, viewers. Hey, Alex Dunn is watching us. Actually. Look at he's, that. He's got a. Uh, so we'll I'll throw his uh, question up on the screen. Alex says, real, real question. You've both had huge financial decisions occur in your lives, buying a new home, having your first child. How did you all prepare mentally for the new financial burden and stress? I can answer that first. I think, I think for me, it goes back to number two, like checking finances daily. Yeah. Um, I think like, and, and, and honestly (laughs) talking, talking very candid. Well, I can also tell you too, like planning and paying for a wedding in the last year, gets you really comfortable talking with your partner about finances and just keeping yeah. like an, an honest kind of like paying for your own wedding. Yeah. Needs to correct. Too, not yeah. just like figuring out the logistics. Right. No, nope, yeah. Paying for your own finding money. Finding the money. Yeah. But to me it was like, it was, uh, having that like daily check. And I think it compounds, right? Each time you check it daily, it gets easier and easier and you get more and more maybe interested in how you can make your money work for you, but yeah. also more like engaged in where it's going or where it's not going or, what you're doing with it. And so when you do face a decision, like for us, the house situation was very, very quick, but I looked at stuff and said, okay, we can, we can do this. Yeah. It's financially smart for us. It made sense. It made sense. Even there's always some, there's always some moving parts. Like, sure. You know, we've moved a couple of times and it's like, it's made financial sense. I think every time it's been absolutely terrifying. Right. But I was, I laughed because I only in the last couple of years have really started to like take my finances seriously and yeah. like start to have real goals in the past. It's always been like, I just want more and better. Right. Than, right. Uh, you know, I want to be able to spend more and buy more and own more. And I have, but I've had this and Kelly has too. We've had this safety net of parents who mm-hmm. have, have done okay for themselves and can like jump in at any point. So I've just taken leaps knowing that there's a safety net there and it's pretty much always worked out for me, but mm. But it's like, well, I have a, a friend who's been a on and off gym member, and he's just kind of he, he will say like, oh, yeah, you just keep buying expensive crap, and it just keeps working out for you or whatever. I'm like, well, it's well, there's a strategy <laughs> I mean, there's, involved. There's yeah. a calculated yeah. risk. Yeah. Like, yeah, we're we're buying homes that have a specific about. But the, the biggest advice I'd give, and for you, Alex, like, you know, if whether or not you have a safety net, and I'm not saying like, oh, just have a. It, it sounds like that whole thing, like, oh, just here's how to become super successful. Like do this, do this, right. do this. And then number five is have a, have a dad who gives you a million dollars. And yeah. it's like, it's like, yeah, that's great. But the, the biggest thing is like, you're never going to be totally comfortable with some of these decisions. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, you need to check your finances. You need to make sure it like makes sense. But I've been a little bit uncomfortable by almost everything I've done. I'm sure you're a little bit uncomfortable. Oh my even gosh. By this yeah. Move that makes a ton of sense. And you know, in the long run it's going to be financially gosh, yeah. sound, but just, in the short run, it's kind of like, well, oh, it feels like, like you're uprooting your whole life. 
and I think to add on to that, there's Alex to to your question. Sometimes I think we get stuck in thinking that the way you're, and it's really easy to get stuck in yeah. thinking that the way you're doing something right now is the only way to do it. Yep. And then when you kind of zoom out at a higher level and go, that's not true. Yeah, that's actually and not true. Kelly and and I have for me, it's been like my like my business model. I'm like, oh, I'm, I do a ton of photography, and I'm like, well, I don't want to do that anymore. You know what yeah. I mean? Just how yeah. things change. It doesn't have to be a one size fits all approach to yeah. You know, whatever you were saying. Now, Kelly, Kelly and I have talked about it. I think you and you and I have as well too. Where where we'll kind of it's like I get stuck in that mindset of why. Uh, I think Cody Sanchez did this too. Like, instead of asking why won't this work, ask how can this work. Right. And you're, yeah, get you're getting a couple down further no, down. I apologize, but you're good. Um, I well, we got to make sure we're following our six, forty-five or less too. Yeah, I'm. I got eyes on the All clock. Right, cool. We got six minutes. I don't see. I can't see anything. Oh, I can't sorry. see anything. We'll it's get so it. Good. We'll get it next. Uh, I'm just like shit. We just preached this. The next time <laughs> we'll next time we'll get a better monitor set up or something. Yeah. Um, sorry, or we'll get on the going, same side. The, the how this works is important. Um, yeah, and th- and that wasn't really the, my direct point. It was more like you know, a lot of these things are like, well, we talked to friends about this house, or I talked to my friends that are car guys, and because cars are one of my major investment vehicles that, yeah. I, that I use, and I love to talk about that on other podcasts. But um, I kind of look at it like other people will say, oh, I really, I would love to own a nine eleven or something, mm-hmm. but you can't. Why but can't you have you? to take these steps, like, or oh, I'd love to move, and it's like, well, yeah, but you can, but you have to right. make this move. And the 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 decision I came down to, and the thing I ended up telling Kelly when I was like, listen, the only reason uh, it's kind of like, well, why wouldn't other people do this? This seems like a a good choice. Like, why mm. wouldn't everyone jump on this? Because not everyone has the guts to make the decision. Yeah, and it's not even always about the numbers or the the finances. It's just. I rem- I remember, and the, yes, and I remember the conversation we had. I think it was less about the, like, how this could work. And I remember we talked about how you would ask yourself, well, well, why not? Or, like, well, what if it all does work out? Yeah. You know, versus being like, oh, this is a really lofty thing, and we're moving to a new space or whatever yeah. else. Well, okay, well, why wouldn't it work? Or, yeah. or, or what if it does all work out? And, again, you have to – sure, there are some logical steps to make sure that everything is – squared away but also it's important to dream and important to i think yeah, and I, jump you know my other thing i think the 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 biggest thing for me and i don't know if this is a good trait or not but like i i meet with my my mentor with two brain business and you know we talk about well, what what if a b and c happens with the staff or mm-hmm. whatever and i go well worst case scenario i'll i'll have to jump in and start coaching 15 classes a week and Kelly right. will have to start doing this and my mentors are going, yeah, you're not going to have to do that. You can hire another person to do this or whatever. And I was like, well, I know we're not going to, but that's the worst case scenario. Like that's, right. I go there all the time. Like what is the worst? And when it's, when it comes down to like a house or big purchases like that, usually my, my barometer is like, what happens when the wheels fall off? Mm-hmm. Do we have enough equity mm-hmm. there? Do we have enough every time I buy a car or a house or, you know, with, with, Having a child, it was like, hey, both of our, we both have grandparents alive and willing to be super involved in this kid's life and probably set money aside. And Kelly's dad literally was like, you let me know the minute you need anything for yeah. this kid. Yeah. I will do whatever I have to do. Um, and I, and, and I know also, that. Also, I think it's important that you, I don't think you guys shy away from asking. Like, you, you, you are both, I think, like, very 
great at like being autonomous and independent and supporting each other. But also if there's, if there's something you need ask, yeah. like it doesn't hurt to, to the, ask the question. And the more, um, the more I think in, in closing and directly to, to Alex's question, I would say like, I've been seeing this mentality more and more on some of the people I follow on Instagram mm-hmm. and stuff. And it often comes off as kind of aggressive and alpha or whatever. But I do think it's true is that like, it's kind of like the concept that like life will never be easy or pain-free. The only thing you can do is get better at dealing with the challenges Mm. or like handling the pain or whatever. Yeah. And it's like every time that's when I, when I say like, we're kind of uncomfortable making some of these decisions. It's like, you just need to rise to that challenge. You need to decide, are you going to just stay here? Are you going to make $45,000 a year or whatever for the rest of your life and retire and be content with what you have? And that's totally fine. Yeah. Or are you going to make that, next plunge and just trust that you're going to figure it out and you're going to get that mm-hmm. promotion at work or you're going to go on and do the next thing and kind of take that risk. And that's kind of where we were with, with some of our decisions was just like, let's have a kid. We'll figure it out. It was just yeah. like, Oh, it's going to be super expensive. And that's the first thing I said to Kelly was like, well, there goes my sports cars. Like you're going to make me, s-. she's like, I will never ask you to sell your sports car. Right. Whatever that may be at that time to, to handle. And, uh, turns out you can get pretty fun SUVs. Also, you can <laughs> and one wheels. I'm gonna get it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna get another sports car. But it's it's just like, yeah, focus on rising to life's challenges mm-hmm. rather than making sure you're super comfortable for them. Just make sure you're not making stupid decisions. Yeah, and also, I mean, I come back to and and I don't know if this is if this is helpful or not, but I I do feel like there's value in and your your gut knows trusting your gut knows like that's the thing that's actually a thing I feel yeah. like. Well, if you're if you're leaning a certain way on, I think about Alex's situation. Like I know, like there's he's got a lot of schedule changes happening and different things, and there's a lot of I think questions in his brain. What's my schedule? My routine? And it's like, trust your gut. Your gut knows, you know, yeah, what your next step needs to be, whether or not it's terrifying. I just said this to Kelly the other day. It's like thinking about doing some other things with my time or my life. It's like when I started the gym there was no doubt in my mind that it was going to work and that I was going to put everything I had into it. So I think that plays into your like, trust Mm -hmm. your guts. Like, okay, is it, you have to look at it logically, but also like internally, am I going to really hammer whatever, like, does it matter? And it's like, I, you know, everybody says, and I knew it's like, Oh, you're going to have a kid. And then it'll just become like, you will do things for that child that you didn't think you were going to do or want to do or whatever. And it's like, yeah, it's already happening. You just, mm-hmm. and I knew that. I'm like, yeah, I, I, I know that. Like, don't get me wrong. You woke I'm not, up I'm and rode at 4 a.m. this morning. Yeah, I'm not going to be a bad parent. I'm just saying, like, I don't, I don't want to not have a Porsche. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's all. And that's 45 minutes. Look at that. <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> Health and wealth. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> <laughs> we got to get a new song, but we do. Uh, yeah, so folks, that's been our first episode of uh, the game. Actually, we're only at 43 minutes in the actual podcast time, but it is 46 after 8, um, and I have a class to coach. That's fair. I need to, you know, go do work yeah. things, too. Uh, so, folks, really appreciate you uh, joining us. Thanks, Alex, for uh, chiming in with some, some questions. Our plan is to continue doing this on Wednesdays, possibly mm-hmm. every other Wednesday. I'm not sure if we've decided. I think we said every other for now. But possibly who, every other Wednesday. Picks up speed. Yeah. Uh, at uh, 8 a.m., and obviously be able to hit the replays on uh, on YouTube and few other places and facebook and stuff so uh please join us next time john pleasure having you here and we'll we'll see you next time you'll be back next time possibly we'll have more guests on but what (laughs) craziness (laughs) 
Excellent. Oh, there's Sean's name again. Damn it. <laughs> I like, kind of like that. I'll though. fix that. I'm Sean Crocker, everybody. <laughs> well, I kept misspelling Sean's name on purpose on our other the <laughs> I'm update Shun, shows. So. Shun Creeker. Yeah, Schwan. Schwan. All right. Well, thanks, folks, uh, for tuning in. See you next time. See ya.